0: If you're not standing in biblical truth, you will be deceived by this very, very fact. Not everything that happens in your life is of God. To the Y'all Rice Podcast. My name is Shaq. It is beautiful to be back on the air after some time. I uh if I sound a little off, please forgive me. I'm fighting a really, really bad stomach bug, and uh it's been going on for the last maybe two or three days. But you know, God is so good to give me the strength to feed you guys the daily bread and some truth, amen. But today. The episode is called Know Your Truth. And I'm gonna be reading uh from several verses. Um, I'm gonna be reading verses from the Gospel of John, Second Timothy, First Corinthians, First Timothy, and Second Thessalonians, and I'm sure I'm gonna be reading from others as well. But I'm coming to you with this message today because you know, more and more I'm encountering more people who they come to you with a different truth and a different doctrine. And the minute you give them biblical doctrine, they have absolutely nothing to back it up. They almost always never give their account in scripture. And so I want to come with this episode to kind of help you children of Yah, be more armed in your word. Okay. But before I begin, you know, let's bow our heads in prayer. Father God, in your mighty, holy name, I plead the blood of Jesus over this vessel, this microphone, and every single one of my listeners, Father God, let your will be done through me, through this episode, through this podcast, and through your listeners. Give me the words I need to speak. Allow your power, allow your abundant spirit to flow through me, and give me the wisdom I need to impart on your people and to feed them with the armor of God, your armor, Father God, in your mighty and holy name, I pray. And so, the first verse I'm gonna be reading from is John chapter four, verse twenty-four. Jesus says, "God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship in spirit and truth." And children, yeah, I wanted to start with this verse because. I recently had someone call me an idiot for exposing a truth that they were not comfortable hearing. Someone who struggles with the spirit of pride and the spirit of religion. Now, I know some of you are thinking, I know some of you are thinking, oh, well, you know, he don't know no better. Let him go. But no, I know this is something that a lot of Christians go through. I know it's something that, you know, a lot of Christians, they get into arguments and, you know, they get picked apart because they don't know the truth. They only worship God and spirit a lot. And this is the truth. A lot of Christians don't outside of Wednesdays for Bible study or whenever you do it and Sundays, a lot of Christians don't Know their truth. They don't read their Bible. They don't study for themselves. They take whatever the pastor says at face value and they automatically apply it to their own logic, their own lives. They don't pray on it. They don't meditate on it. And they think that it means what it means. They think that just because their pastor or whomever behind the pulpit said it, it's automatically biblical truth. And children of you this is something that a lot of churches are doing. A lot of churches are preaching biblical uh, um, apostate truths that are nowhere to be found in the Bible. Guy called me an idiot and he said, where's your fruit? I pointed him right to Galatians 5, 22, 23. What, is, what does that say? For the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, goodness, kindness, gentleness, faithfulness, patience, and self-control. Against such things, there is no law. And I said to the guy, I said, listen, the fact that you called me an idiot, that that tells me that there's no fruit in you at all to speak of. Jesus said, for out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. If it was in your heart to insult me, what other reviling spirit is there? If you have a reviling spirit, what else is there to show of your bad fruit? The spirit of pride. I'm among, among going deeper into the conversation with this gentleman. The spirit of pride. The spirit of religion. The spirit of division. The spirit of discord the spirit of anger. And then I asked him, I said, so where do you think the term lukewarm comes from? Oh, it came from somebody who made it up way back when, I don't know. And so I uh, uh, I pointed him to a verse in the book of Revelation where Jesus says, be hot or be cold. If you're lukewarm, I'll spit you out. So I told this dude, I said, you mean to tell me You don't read your Bible either? Like, come on, man. Another person that told me there's no such thing as a lukewarm Christian. So, where did it come from? If it's in the Bible, obviously there is a such thing as a lukewarm Christian because the term lukewarm is coming from the early chapters in the book of Revelation where Jesus is judging the churches. He's judging the churches. For the things that they have done, the sins that the 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 wickedness that they have are partaken in, and this is to come. And so I say all this because a lot of Christians they only worship in spirit; they don't worship in truth. And so whenever they get any kind of sign or wonder, they automatically assume it's from God. And what does the Book of Revelation say? particularly concerning the beast. Let's look in Revelation chapter 13. I'm going to start from verse 12. And he, Satan, exercises all authority of the first. Let me read it from the beginning. Then I saw another beast, Revelation 13, chapter 11. Then I saw another beast coming up out of the earth, and he had two horns like a lamb and spoke like a dragon. And he exercises all the authority of the first beast in his presence and causes the earth and those who dwell in it to worship the first beast whose deadly wound was healed. He performs great signs so that he even makes fire come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of men. And he deceives Those who dwell on the earth by those signs, which he was granted to do in the sight of the beast, telling those who dwell on the earth to make an image to the beast who was wounded by the sword and lived. He was granted power to give breath to the image of the beast, that the image of the beast should both speak and cause as many as would not worship the image of the beast to be killed. He causes all both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave to receive a mark on their right hand or on their foreheads. And that no one may buy or sell, except one who has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name here is wisdom let him who has understanding calculate the number of the beast for it is the number of a man his number is 666 children of y'all i bring up that verse because it says in revelation uh, in verse 13 he performs great signs so that the beast was given the authority to make signs and wonders happen from the heavens and so that being said, if you're not standing in biblical truth, you will be deceived by this very, very fact. Not everything that happens in your life is of God. Just because you see a guy, he claims he's a pastor, it doesn't automatically mean you have to accept the truth from him. Because let me, let me tell you guys something. A lot of these popular day star pastors, you know, they do a lot of religious nonsense and a lot of times they never touch on the hard hitting subjects of the kingdom. They never they never speak on we're in pride month. They never speak on homosexuality. They never speak on the mark of the beast. They never speak on witchcraft. They never speak on apostasy. They never speak on on uh, uh being a false prophet. They never do these things. They never do them and they do it for a reason because they worship the devil in secret. What are you saying, Shaq? What I'm saying is research where the day star uh, uh, symbol comes from. It's the symbol of the Baphomet children of Yah. The Baphomet is the transgender and homosexual idol that they serve. There's no star in Christianity. That's not what we worship. We worship the cross. You know what I'm saying? We worship the cross. So children of y'all, be wise. Know the truth. Know the truth. And there's no way you can know the truth if you're not in the word of God. Remember, Jesus said in John chapter 424, God is spirit and those who worship him must worship in spirit and truth. Otherwise, Children of y'all, you're going to be accepting things that you never knew were an abomination. A lot of Christians are. There are a lot of Christians out there that celebrate Halloween thinking that it's harmless. What are you doing partaking in a tradition that celebrates the dead, that celebrates spiritism, that celebrates witchcraft, all of which are not of God? Spell casting. A Christian has no business being part of that. And notice, children of Yah, when Halloween time comes around, people begin to act different. That's because they have demons in them. And these demons, they manifest in the souls of all those who worship Halloween and they're summoned to help open portals in the minds and hearts and souls of other people so that they too worship the abomination. That's just Halloween. I made a post uh, two years ago, a year ago, talking about if you are a Christian and you worship Halloween and then Christmas two months later, the devil is clowning you. I got so much flack. I got so much persecution. I got, oh man, the persecution was disgusting. I pissed everybody off with that post. But children and y'all, this is the truth. As a Christian, you have no business worshiping Halloween. The word of God says, give no place to the devil. Ephesians 5.11 says, have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. And children of Yah, understand that our whole game is exposing darkness. Our whole game is pulling out what's done in secret. People say you have no right to judge. You have no right to do this. You have no right to, to do that. The Bible says he who's spiritual judges all things and is right and is rightly judged by no one. Jesus said in the gospel of John, do not judge according to appearance, but judge with righteous judgment. How else are you going to think about it, children of y'all? How else are you going to discern the good from the bad if you don't judge righteously? And the people who say you're not supposed to be judged, you're judgmental. They say this as they're judging you on that very same standard. Talk about hypocrisy. And they say it because they don't want to be called out on the religious spirit. They don't want to be called out on the spirit of pride. They don't want to face atonement. And another truth regarding that children of Yah is that it's not just about atonement. You know, yes, there is atonement, but there's also new life. There's also new life in the scriptures, children of Yah. And that's the point. Jesus said, I came to give life and to give it abundantly. His goal is for all of us to be saved. So any biblical truth I preach or any one of my brethren uh, 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 preach, it's all for the edification of the body of Christ. It's all for correction. It's all to help lift you, and raise you up to the calling of Jesus. 2 Timothy 3.16 says, All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. And children of Yah, that is the main point of this episode today. Because once you know the truth, you can correct the course. You can correct the direction of the ship. You can right the ship. You might start off two degrees off, and then next thing you know, you weigh off course. And so the scripture, as the word of God says, is given for the reproof, for the correction and instruction of, of righteousness. But children of Yah, what ends up happening is when you meet an ignorant person, they don't want to receive it, and they don't want to use scripture. You know what they do? Like, this, 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 this is the thing that amazes me. The people who say judge not, they think that that's the only word that's in the Bible and they they just completely ignore the uh that the Bible has 66 books, thousands of pages. Like they they just completely ignore it. They are they they're basically ignorant to that fact. And they don't read that judge not verse in proper context, not even knowing that it only applies to hypocrisy. It only applies when you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing or what you're or when you're doing uh what you're not supposed to be doing let me read that verse in full context children of yah so that you understand Matthew chapter 7 I'm going to read from verse 1 Jesus says judge not that you be judged for with what judgment you judge you will be judged And with the measure you used, it will be measured back to you. And why do you look at the speck in your brother's eye, but not consider the plank in your own eye? Or how can you say to your brother, let me remove the speck from your eye and look, a plank is in your own eye? Hypocrite! First remove the plank from your own eye, and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. Do not give what is holy to the dogs. Nor cast your pearls before swine, lest they trample them under their feet and turn and tear you in pieces. That's the full context. It only applies when you're being hypocritical. So if you struggle with a spirit of lust and you're going around condemning people for looking at men, looking at women in a sexual way, knowing that you yourself Struggle with that spirit of lust, that children of Yah, understand that's what this verse is talking about. But otherwise, like I said, the scripture is given for reproof and correction and for instruction of righteousness. And so we're called to judge one another righteously. We don't judge according to appearance, but if we see another brother who's doing something, That is not of God. It is our duty to remind them of such. Otherwise, children of God, that's blood on your hands. You will be held accountable in your day of judgment. And God will ask you, why didn't you tell your brother or sister the truth of what they were doing? The love of the father was not in you. You allowed them to at least live in their sin and not tell them the truth so that they could have a chance to correct it. You will be held accountable. And so you have to renounce those ties in the blood of Jesus, children of Yah. But, you know, me personally, as much persecution as I face, you know, people insult me, you know, they say whatever they want to say about me, But I tell them, I say, listen, I got to tell you the truth because I would rather give you a harsh spirit led truth that convicts and corrects in the eyes of the Lord than a soothing lie that condemns and curses in the eyes of the Lord. I have to tell you the truth. So this way I'm covered. And you can never say, God, I didn't know. You can never say. God, uh, 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 no one told me. Like, nope. He going to be like, listen, your brother in Christ told you and you did not receive what they had to say. He told you, he told you the truth. And so for that reason, 1 Corinthians 14, 38 says, but if anyone is ignorant, let him be ignorant. But children of y'all, I know that, you know, with these uh, types of conversations, there's a tendency to get into arguments and get in in, and all this type of stuff. And I know that second 2 Timothy two twenty three says, but avoid foolish and ignorant disputes, knowing that they generate strife. And I'm going to be honest, children of y'all, it's, it's hard because, you know, people say the craziest things that's just not biblically sound and it's hard to avoid it. Like, like me, like, you know, I do my best to avoid and I do my best to put my perspective in a soft and gentle way. And I give them three chances because the book of Titus says, you know, reject the divisive person after the first and second admonition for such a person is warped and condemned in sin. And so I do my best to offer them the correction and then they come at me all kinds of crazy. They come at me all kinds of crazy. And we're in the end times. We're in the end times, children of Yah. And this is what it is. And so 1 Timothy 4.1 says, Now the Spirit expressly says that in latter times, some will depart from the faith, giving heed to deceiving spirits and doctrines of demons, speaking lies and hypocrisy, having their own conscious conscience seared with a hot iron forbidding to marry and and commanding to abstain from foods which God created to receive by thanksgiving for those who believe and know the truth. So they're going to be given to doctrines of demons and deceiving spirits. Why? Because these people have no truth to stand on. They have no truth to stand on. No armor of God, no sword of the spirit, which is God's word. They can't fight and cast out the devils. They do not have the power of the Holy Spirit. The word of God says in Hosea 4:6, my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge because you reject knowledge. I will also reject you from being priest to me because you've forgotten the law of your God. I will also forget your children and children of YAH. If you reject the word of God in any way, shape or form, God will reject you. You will lose your priesthood. Adam lost his priesthood for not obeying the father. You will lose your priesthood. Your priesthood is something that the devil wants more than anything. If he can get you to not do the will of God, that is his main MO. He wants you in hell with him. So, Protect the priesthood, Father. uh, uh, children of Yah. Protect your priesthood. You are made in the image and likeness of God. And understand that the devil, the truth is, the devil has to receive your permission in order to have legal access to your soul. You have to reject all of his vices, lest lest you are ignorant. You can't be ignorant of Satan's devices you have to reject his partying his liquor his fornication his lust his uh 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 his covetousness his envy his reviling spirit the person who called me an idiot that was a reviling spirit he had in his heart because his religion was being challenged and he didn't like it and he wanted to defend it at all costs second Timothy 4:3 says for a time will come When they will not endure sound doctrine, but according to their own desires, because they have tickled ears, they will heap up for themselves teachers. Children of Yah, people like this, they want to be told whatever they want to hear. This is dangerous. If you're a Christian, you know, you pick certain parts of the scripture to follow, but others you just kind of turn a blind eye and ear to. No, God hates that. You have to accept the word in totality. Some of you say, well, Shaq, what if somebody judges you? You know, I understand what you're saying about me, but what about you? If anybody wants to call out a sin that I'm doing, please go ahead and do it. And I will address it. And if it's something that I struggle with, I will ask for forgiveness. I have no problem doing that. Because the word of God says in the book of James, confess your sins to one another and pray fervently for one another that you may be healed. Pray pray for one another that you may be healed. For the effective and fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. We confess our sins so we can pray for each other. It's not to expose people. It's not to uh, 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 be have a lack of grace towards them is so we can pray for them. That's the main thing that, you know, I want to drive across. And people think that I just, I want to condemn just to condemn. No, that's not the truth. The truth is I want you to catch it. I want you to catch the power. I want you to know the power of Jesus, know the power of the Holy Spirit, Know what is possible in the spirit. Because, children of Yah, it's literally a different world when you can open up your spiritual eyes, when you can remove the scales. The blind man said, who was healed by Jesus, he said, I was blind, but now I see. And, children of Yah, it wasn't just physical blindness, it was the blindness to what was possible in the spirit. And when he got healed, now he knew what was possible. That's why Jesus did it. Jesus didn't heal the blind man just to heal his sight. He healed the blind man so he would have legal access to the Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Just deposited that one in my heart. Just deposited that one in my heart. So, children of y'all, know the truth. There is a lot of truth in the Bible. It's not just following, uh, uh, Rules and and steps, and this, that, and the third will do this, do that, and this will happen. No, the truth is there to feed you, to fill you, so that you can go your way, and people, without a shadow of a doubt, whomever you encounter will be healed because of the love of the Father and the living water that is Christ Jesus resides within you. Jesus purposefully didn't have a home because he wanted to make his home with you. He wanted to see who would receive him. He wanted to receive if there was anyone amongst us who would receive him, children of Yah. And so know the truth. Know the truth and be mindful of who doesn't rightly divide the word of truth. 2 Timothy 2.15 says, the Study to shew thyself approved, that no worker may be ashamed rightly dividing the word of truth. 1 Timothy 6 verses 3 to 5 says, If anyone teaches otherwise and does not consent to wholesome words, even the words of our Lord Jesus Christ, and to the doctrine which accords with godliness, He is proud, knowing nothing, but is obsessed with disputes and arguments over words from which come envy, strife, reviling, evil suspicions, useless wranglings of men of corrupt minds and destitute of the truth. Who suppose that godliness is a means of gain from such withdraw yourself. And that's what I experienced today. And children of y'all, there's going to come a point in time when you're going to experience that if you haven't already. Most of you have. When you come across the atheist and he says you're crazy, and he points out, well, in 1633, Chester Bennington Rochester invented this. In 1946, a man by the name of Looster. Weckenshire did this. When they come to you with that foolishness, what are you going to do? Are you going to withdraw yourself? Are you going to get entangled in their snare? Are you going to let them rope you around? Or are you going to know the truth of what is in their hearts? And children of y'all, the Holy Spirit will afford you this. He will give you discernment about another person. He will show you things about that person that they have never uh, uh, let see the light of day. They have never exposed to anyone else. How did you know I had this kind of relationship with my parents? I don't tell anybody. The spirit told me, no, you're a psychic. No, I'm not a psychic. And let's think about that, children of y'all. Let's think about where the psychics and all that kind hypnosis, where all that kind of stuff comes from. See, here's the thing the devil can't create, he can only pervert. And so, where would he get the idea of psychosis, of hypnosis, of telepathy, telekinesis? Where would he get that from? Am I saying. That all of this is possible in the spirit, because this is where he gets it from. He gets it from the spirit. He, see, here's the thing: he don't have access to the Holy Spirit. He can't, because he's the devil. He can only pervert what God has done, so he makes his own version. But where would he get that? So that's where these things come from. So if anyone says they're psychics, in all likelihood. If they are 100% accurate about what they have, what God gave them was spiritual discernment, but what they have was illegal access because they don't have the Holy Spirit. And this is why witches, spiritists, people who evoke the spirits of the dead, people who have ESP, this is why they have illegal access to the spiritual realm Like we have legal access to the spiritual realm because we're in the Holy Spirit. There's a lot that the Holy Spirit can do should you have access to it. For some of you, I know this is going to go right over your head, and that's fine. I want you to meditate and pray on what I'm saying. I want you to pray, children of Yah. Don't just take what I'm saying for face value. And here's the thing. A lot of false prophets and teachers, they're not going to say that. Look at all the people in Daystar Network. They're not going to say, don't take what I'm saying for face value, study for yourselves. No, their goal is to deceive you, to corrupt your spirit, to get you to think God can make you rich. God will give you a car. God will give you a house. God will give you a nice bank account. God will give you everything you could dream of. While all that is true, they more or less teach, teach you to worship the created and not the creator. And so 2 Thessalonians 2, to 12 says, And for this reason, God will send them a strong delusion that they should believe the lie, that they all may be condemned who did not believe the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. And children of Yah, this is the great deception of the enemy. And God has no problem handing you over to a debased heart, a lustful spirit. He has no problem handing you over. He has no problem handing you over to the swine, to the devil, to the fires of hell. But we serve a God that is a graceful God, so he will give you Opportunity after opportunity after opportunity. You say, "Yeah, I I love God, but I love the partying too. I love the sex too. I love all that stuff." Jesus said, "If anyone, if anyone desires to follow me, let him let him deny himself and take up his cross. You gotta crucify that. If you really want the blessings of God, you can have no part in the world." James 4.4 4 says, for whomever makes himself a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. You can't have any part of that, children of Yah. This is very important. And I pray that all those who receive this message, I pray that you guys catch it. I pray that you guys catch it. And so, children of Yah, know the truth. Study the word for yourselves. From front, to cover, from front to back, study the word for yourselves. Pray before you do so that you have the Holy Spirit to receive it. Allow it to truly feed you. Jesus said, I am the bread of life, for whoever follows me will never go hungry. He told the woman at the well in Samaria. I am the living water, for whoever drinks from this well shall never thirst ever again. Allow the Holy Spirit and God's word to feed you properly, to fill you properly. Jesus said in John 4:24: God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship in spirit and truth. Let the spirit Feed you, or let the Spirit fill your well, and let the truth be your daily bread. Let the truth of God's word be your daily bread, children of Yah. Let it. But, guys, that's all I have for today. I pray that you guys go sow in Jesus' name, go grow in Jesus' name. For any business inquiries or any questions at all, you can email me at yahweerise at gmail.com. Or you can find me on Facebook under Yavi Rice Podcast. My name is Shaquan Woody. But I pray that you guys take the truth and have it stay with you. I love you all. God bless you all. And have a good evening. Thank you. God bless.